podcast today. It is 2.15 on Thursday, November 2nd. I think this will be a very quick episode. This time I really, really mean it. I know so many times I say that, I go rambling, monologuing on for like 15 minutes. Maybe I should just shut my mic off. I'll close my my browser where this is recorded at 10 minutes. No, because then it won't save. All right, no rambling. Um, We have a a state representative. She was on city council for nine seconds, and then Michelle Grimm decided to run for state representative, obviously, not obviously, of Ohio. Uh, Michelle is the one who really pushed the ball forward with... um, us being, Toledo being a leader in getting people's medical debt paid. I don't want to go through all the minutiae of that, but apparently there's some large company that buys uh, medical debt and then um, it gets dispensed throughout the community to various people here in this case who have medical debt of different kinds. Uh, and we were really one of the, the pioneers across the country with, with this thing, by the way. And I won't ramp. I won't make this tangent long. I have like a. It sounds like there's water in my ear, which I'm kind of familiar with because I get very waxy ears. I my ears need cleaning out a lot when I go to the doctor, but there's no pain or anything, and I can't tell if there's water. Um, I've been holding off going to urgent care, so this morning I called my doctor's office, and I was on hold for 20 minutes, two different times. While I was on hold, I sent a message through their portal. Um, saying, hey, if Dr. Sean can see me tomorrow morning, just tell me what time. If not, I'm going to urgent care. 20 minutes. I feel so awful for people who have, look, if you have a real emergency, you go to the emergency room. But if you have a more serious issue that is that is hindering you and disabling you more than what I'm dealing with, with this nuisance, it sounds like there's water in my ear kind of thing, um, I used to tolerate uh, a lot of the nonsense, the common nonsensical issues in the healthcare system, because for the most part, you got pretty good care and in a timely, accessible fashion. Waiting 20 minutes on hold is not accessible. Uh, the portal, we can communicate digitally, essentially through messaging and emails with, with medical professionals now. That's accessibility. We'll see when they get back, but it's, and I know because there are fewer people handling more things. There are more needy people needing things. It's, it's a mess out there. I put something on a Toledo Reddit post the other day about someone complaining about the McDonald's on burn. And I was like, there, there are, and this is applicable to so many places from healthcare to retail to restaurants. People are whinier, needier. And messier than ever, and there's fewer people who, many of whom were underpaid, trying to take care of those people. You could not pay me to hop in a drive-through that I'm not familiar with how it works. Like I'm not going to veer off and just go someplace. I go to my Tim Hortons on airport because I know it runs well. There were five cars in front of me on whatever day I went, Monday or Tuesday. Did I wait 10 minutes? It might have been. It was about 8 to 10 minutes, but there were six cars. Six cars in the McDonald's on burn. How long would that take? And then when there's a drive-thru where you can't pull out of line? Oh, no, thank you. Um, So back to healthcare stuff. Michelle got that thing done here. Uh, next up, uh, you might have seen her. Uh, short, blonde-haired lady. 
might have seen in the last couple of days pushing for legislation, for more red flag legislations when it comes to uh, to gun issues. Like the, the literal massacre uh, that happened in in Maine. I don't I don't know how many there were many people hit, many people killed, many people injured, and mass shooting the phrase to me has always been a bit troubling because I think mass shooting, the number only has to be like three or four people. To me, when I think of mass, I think of many. So whatever, I'm just quibbling with that. But th- this was a mass shooting and even it was a, it was a massacre. It was a massacre. Um, you have probably heard me and I've said this on the radio and on the podcast before. I would like to personally volunteer myself. Uh, for a red flag list, something that Michelle and many others want to create. I would personally put myself on that. Um, and I said this to Michelle today. I sent her a, a direct message on this because maybe we have to approach this this issue differently because whenever somebody like Michelle or others want to create legislation, people immediately think, you're trying to take my guns. Kind of. Um, but in the same way that you should continue to go to therapy when you're feeling okay, and not just address problems when something is going on, whether it's physical or mental. Um, I I would personally volunteer to put myself on a red flag list. No one should ever legally sell me a gun. And I know that I could... Do you think I'm going to go buy a gun off the street? Absolutely not. I know that there are other ways to end my life with many accessible household items and whatnot. My, my, My car, I could drive my car into the side of a building. But... Guns are uh, woven into our genetics and DNA of 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 this country, and to it's it's also romanticized in in many ways in our culture. It's also extremely quick and um, almost a, a guaranteed death blow. Um, if you've not heard the statistic before, it, attempted suicides for men are uh, are almost always successful, far more successful. And I use that word in a very perverted way, but that's the term that gets used in, uh, in suicide discussions uh, or completed. Uh, men are more successful. They complete more often than women with attempts because women don't try such lethal means. You can come back from an overdose or, or, or some, even maybe slicing your, or something else. But if you put a, a gun in your mouth or if you put a gun to the side of your head, uh, it's very likely you're, you're, you're dead. Like that, that's going to work out for you. I know there is the occasional person who has done this and then their face is all disfigured. They have to have it rebuilt. And then they, they look back and they become advocates and they want to help people. But for the most part, if you put a gun anywhere near your head and you're, you intend to pull the trigger, you're not coming back. Um, if I were ever to succumb to any of my demons, and we'll see about Matthew Perry. You might have seen a post that I put up the other day as I try not to tangent again. Um, at at this point, his death is inconclusive. He sent an assistant to go run an errand for him. When that assistant came back, he found Matthew Perry dead in the hot tub. Um, no foul play. And I guess LAPD investigated a homicide because that's just standard protocol. I'm going to guess, and we'll see. Knowing the demons that he had, that he shared with us in that book, and so many other times since then, he had demons. And it's very likely that he he, he succumbed to those demons. Uh, maybe he sent his assistant out so he could take his life. We'll see how this works out. Uh, 
the co-creators of Friends were on the Today Show the other day saying, just spoke to him two weeks ago. He was in wonderful spirits. Uh, take it from someone personally who has been in great anguish, sadness, depression, not wanted to be alive any longer. Um, I have lied about my mood and convinced so many people more times than I can count. That's why I always say if you're ever around someone who uh, and they, they wind up taking their life, please do not feel guilty. Please do not feel guilty. Um, if there were obvious symptoms, the obvious indicators that we're all very familiar with, they're withdrawn, their mood is down, they're off, they're not showing up, they're in bed, all, then you do something. But we're very good at hiding the pain because we've been dealing with this for so long. We get really good at saying, yeah, I'm good, I'm totally good, knowing that when we withdraw, that distress can be can can absolutely overcome us. And in that moment, do you have a gun? Not thinking clearly, you're gone. Um, so that's why I don't ever want to have something like that accessible to me. Like I said, I'm not buying a gun on a street. Uh, that's that's not how I roll. So the best way to put yourself in a red flag list is do it right now. So so I offered to Michelle, and I just planted this seed. Maybe the other way we should approach this is with red flag laws, get people like myself to go, I have mental health issue. There are times where I have not wanted to be alive any longer. I have wanted to be instantaneously dead or I have wanted to not wake up the next morning. But as you might have heard me say, I wasn't brave enough to end my life. I was too much of a coward to take my life. And that's kept me alive, obviously. But if I had a weapon in the house of gun, knowing that it would be, in in an instant of a second, I would immediately be dead before I could even finish pulling that trigger. Um, I probably wouldn't even feel anything because the time by the time I did, I'd be dead, I'd be gone. I don't know how the, the science of, of, of all that works, but um, if I were to put myself and others were to put themselves on lists now in the same way that you commit to taking medication or therapy and you realize that you could be in a place where I have been, you go, don't sell me a gun. Don't let me go to a Walmart or a Dick's or wherever. Now, look, I know that things can spiral out of control through no doing of my own. Um, not in my case per se, but how could someone go from good place to bad place? I don't know. You lose your job. You lose your health insurance. You can't afford your medication. There are a variety of ways someone can go from me to wanting to put a gun in their mouth real fast. So while things are good, um, let me say don't sell me that gun. So let's maybe spin Michelle and others red flag, potential red flag legislation in a different direction to get more people to come forward and say, I'm going to put myself on this because I, and I had to make this clear to Michelle because I don't think she knows anything about me or whatever. But for background, um, I'm putting myself on that list so I'm not a, a danger to myself because I would never be a danger to others. I would not do any kind of rampaging massacre I would just take care of me. Um, in the same way that you get physicals, you go to the dentist, you take care of things when they're going well, you stay ahead of things proactively, your physical health, you do it with your mental health. Um, go, continue to take your medication because it's not an antibiotic. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't go away like a virus or a cold or a flu. You've got to be on this forever and ever. 
Um, keep going to your therapist, even when you're in a when you've been feeling good. You're in a you're in an up you're in an upspin. Um, you're seeing friends. You're being social. Things are going well at work in your relationships. Go because if you're dealing with a really good therapist who you like, I'm sure they'll find something that that you weren't thinking about. Not necessarily bad, but they can give you a new perspective, and it's something else that you can work on even while you're going well. Um, if, if when you work out physically. Um, at least for me, when I hit certain goals, I don't stop. I don't throw the towel in and go, all right, I feel how I want to feel. I lifted what I want to lift. You keep going. You keep working at it. Um, take care of yourself when things are going good. And when you're going good, make the best decisions you possibly can. One decision I made today, and we're still under 1346. Um, today, because my my membership was going to run out on Disney Plus on Tuesday. Made myself a note. Uh, originally, four years ago, it cost me $170 for three years. So, like $475 a month. That ended last year. It was like $130 or something, $120 for this year up until next week. Um, I am diving over to the Disney Plus ad tier, which is 8 bucks a month rather than the 13 or 14 Without ads, I will deal with the ads. Um it didn't appear that I could buy it annually because if I can save a couple of bucks on an annual subscription, even though it's a big upfront cost, if it's something I'm going to use all the time, heck yeah, I'll save the money. So for now, it's $8 a month with ads. Um, we called it cutting the cord. As more and more costs go up for streamers, we need a catchy name. Skim the stream, stop the streamers, strip the stream. Somebody smarter than me can come up with something catchier than those akin to uh, cut the cord. And my next prediction, and I think I've been quite accurate with all this because it is a passion of mine. I've gotten my next Netflix money worth in the last two weeks with uh, Fall of the House of Usher. And I watched Bodies, which I think is from the creator of Dark that I really love the three seasons of that ended two years ago, I believe. Super trippy. Truly mind-bending, time loops, people from out of time, people who are like their own parents and weird stuff. Uh, Bodies is like a a light, more understandable version of that. So two series in in two weeks, that checks the box for whatever I'm paying for Netflix, eight, nine bucks. But we have ads, right? Sometimes they just pop up. They're a bit jarring. Never longer than... I don't think I've seen anything longer than 60 seconds. Maybe there's been some 90-second ones. And I've told you, you're on your phone anyway while you're watching stuff. So just take a break and get on your phone. Um, I am wondering if this is just the beginning. Like when we went from Disney Plus from $5.99 to $6.99. Or whatever the other streamers bumped up their, their small marginal price increases were. Now it's 30 seconds or 60 seconds. In the same way that we've done here in radio. Uh, the, the stop sets, the commercial breaks are not long enough. Let's continue to push the envelope. So if you don't want your cost of Netflix to go up, we're going to add another 60 seconds to that commercial break and then another 60 onto that. And then before you know it, we'll wrap up here. And I got it under 17 minutes. And before you know it, it's like watching cable. And instead of changing channels to see what else is on, you'd have to change apps.